Hello and welcome to the Food to Freedom podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you improve your relationship with food, eating and your body so you can live a healthy, happy and thriving life. If you enjoyed the podcast, then share it with the world. And if you want some support with your food and body freedom journey, then find more details in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. I hope you are doing very well and that you are having a nice day so far. I am happy to report that my voice is back so I can finally record this episode. Um, I was trying to record it the other day, but I lost my voice after spending a day at a theme park and screaming like a crazy person from the very first until the very last second of each and every ride. But here we are, I'm okay, my voice is back and I'm ready for this episode that I hope will be helpful. So I thought we would talk a little bit about food guilt. So that feeling of guilt when you eat something you feel like you shouldn't or it can also happen after you overeat. So we'll go into why you might be feeling guilty and what you can do about it. And if while you are listening, I say something that really resonates with you, please let me know. It's really useful for me to know what is helpful to you. And equally, if you think there is something that will resonate with someone you know, then share this episode with them. Okay, let's get started. So, how do we develop food guilt? So, overall, food guilt, um, so this feeling of regret, shame, anxiety that you experience around eating certain foods, um, this can develop from a combination of societal pressures, personal beliefs, and emotional factors. It has a lot to do with diet culture messaging. So things like these foods are good and these foods are bad. So you'll see images of vegetables, fruits, protein on one side and then foods like pizza, crisps, chocolate on the other. So when you eat a quote-unquote bad food, you may feel guilty or ashamed because you believe you're not making healthy choices. And related to that, you might see messages like, don't worry if you've had something from the bad foods category, just go for a run or go to the gym or skip dinner. So you you mitigate the damage. And these diet culture messaging shapes our beliefs about certain foods and it encourages us, or probably encourage is not the right word, but it conditions us to develop rules around food and eating. So food rules are things like don't eat carbs at dinner, don't eat after 6 p.m. and so on. So we develop food guilt as a consequence of these pressures of society. And another thing that plays into this is the pressures we have to have a certain body shape, to be at a certain body weight. You know, we often see thin bodies portrayed as 
the ideal body type and that can lead to you feeling guilty about eating foods that you perceive as being high in calories or unhealthy. And this pressure can also come from social media where you might compare yourself to others who appear to have a perfect body or people who share what I eat in a day type of content. And then lastly, food guilt can also follow an emotionally challenging situation where maybe you use food to soothe yourself and then you feel guilty about it afterwards. So whatever it is that is the cause of food guilt for you and it might be one thing or it could be a few of these things that I mentioned. So as with other stuff that we talk about, the first step is awareness. So Pay attention to when you usually experience food guilt. Maybe it's certain situations. Maybe it's always with the same foods. It could be around certain people. So it's useful to make a note of when you notice food guilt. And you can explore some ideas of why you think it happened. So you can ask yourself... What is the story I'm telling myself about this situation? And this can give you some cues as to why you are feeling this way. And I understand that you might not always have the option of taking your journal or a notebook and writing things down there and then, but you can just take your phone and make a short note of where you are and what you are eating or simply Take a mental note and then come back to it when you are able to dedicate it some time. And this this process can help you understand common causes of food guilt. And once that's clearer, you can take action to deal with those causes. And the big thing here is also changing the way you talk about food. There's a lot of shoulds and shouldn'ts out there, but try and get rid of them. You know, when you tell yourself that you shouldn't have any chocolate and you end up having some, well, guess what happens? You feel guilty because you shouldn't have eaten that. So changing the way you speak about food choices can also help here. And um, later on, I'll touch on how maybe you can go about this. And then the next thing is challenging your food rules. And this is big. So the first step here is to recognize and identify your food rules and the beliefs you have about certain foods or when you can or can't eat them. So write down any rules that you can think of and then you can keep adding to the list when you notice a rule pop into your head. So then in step two, you can get curious about where these rules came came from. It's helpful to think about this process as research. So some of the things you can ask are where did these rules come from? What are my fear? What are my fears around these rules? 
What do I think would happen if I broke the rules? How is my life affected by these rules? And what would be different if I didn't have these rules? And then in step three, you can challenge one rule at a time. So start with a rule that feels the easiest to break and write down your hypothesis about what will happen if you break this rule. And then you can test your hypothesis. And remember here that challenging your rules can result in feelings of stress and discomfort. So you might like to introduce some mindfulness techniques before you go and break the rules. So here you can try box breathing. So inhale for four seconds, hold for four, exhale for four, and hold for four seconds. And then repeat that four times. You can even make your exhales a little bit longer and that will help even more. Or you can do a body scan. So it's basically just scanning your body from head to toes uh, for any tension, pain, or you can simply just take a few deep breaths and remind yourself that it might feel scary, but you are ready to learn and grow from this experience. And then the final step, evaluate the results. After breaking those, this one specific rule, did you confirm your hypothesis? Were the results what you expected? Or did maybe something different happen? And then can you maybe change your initial belief? So over time, you can then repeat this process for all of the rules on your list. So depending on how many rules you have, this might be a long process, but don't get discouraged if it takes a while. You are doing something meaningful and it just takes time. And then the next thing you can do is unfollow accounts on social media that you find trigger your food guilt. So any accounts that are all about healthy, unhealthy, good and bad, don't eat it, don't eat this, eat that, just go ahead and unfollow them and create a more nuanced social media feed that makes you feel good about your food choices and about your body. Another thing I mentioned earlier is that food guilt can come up if we use food to soothe ourselves when we're faced with difficult emotions. And if this is the case for you, you might want to think about what feelings and emotions usually make you turn to food to make yourself feel better. So some common ones are feelings of stress, sadness, loneliness, boredom. Again, the first step is to recognize what emotions trigger overeating, emotional eating, and then food guilt for you. Then one thing can be to come up with a list of different things that you could turn to when you're feeling like that. So let's say 
for you, feelings of sadness often lead to emotional eating and then feeling guilty. So the next time when you're feeling sad, what else can you or what else do you find soothing when you're feeling that way? Maybe it's watching your favorite series or FaceTiming your family or going for a walk. So make a list and keep it somewhere handy where you can check it the next time you are in that situation. You can then just go through the list and ask yourself, okay, which of these things sounds like a good idea right now? And then also practice recognizing physical and emotional hunger. You can tune into how your stomach is feeling. You can think about when was the last time you had something to eat and then evaluate whether what you are feeling is physical or emotional hunger. And if it's emotional, ask yourself how you're feeling. You can maybe journal on it. Uh, journal on it. Think about what made you feel that way and what would make you feel better. You know, sometimes just taking those five minutes to write things down can make a big difference. So you, after taking this time, you might still want to eat and that's fine, but at least you implemented that pause. So if you go ahead and eat, just Try sitting at the table, eating slowly, rather than mindlessly finishing the whole packet of crisps or whatever uh, food you usually reach to. And then just notice whether the feelings of guilt are any less intense than they were in similar situations in the past. And the next thing then that you can do when it comes to food guilt is practicing giving yourself unconditional permission to eat. And this goes back to the shoulds and shouldn'ts. So start including all foods that you enjoy as part of your regular diet, regular eating. Work on understanding that all foods have a place in a balanced diet, well, all foods you enjoy, of course, and stop restricting the foods that you really enjoy. There might need to be some compromises depending on your goals, but you have permission to eat whatever you feel like eating. And that's the thing with guilt. It often comes from restrictive diets and from the all-or-nothing mindset, so practicing inclusion rather than cutting out your favorite foods can be a good idea. So you can simply start by asking yourself, what can I include in my diet rather than what should I restrict? So how can I make my diet more nutritious? And How do my favorite foods fit into this? And lastly, think about this as a journey. I know it can sound a bit annoying, but it really is a process. And 
food guilt likely won't disappear overnight. But the more you bring awareness to it, the more you get curious, challenge your food rules, take care of yourself when feeling emotionally vulnerable, ooh, that word, and the more you curate your social media feed in a way that makes you feel good, the more chances there are that you will start feeling less and less guilty about your food choices. I hope this was helpful um, and that you took something useful from it. I hope you feel more empowered about improving your relationship with food and feelings of guilt. As always, if you have any questions or comments, message me on Instagram. And if you feel like you need more support, then you might want to consider one-to-one coaching and the details for that are in the episode notes. And of course, my messages are always open if you have any questions about it at all. Other than that, uh, I hope you have a uh, a graced, a great rest of your day and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone else might benefit from it, then please share it with them. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you at the next one.